This is Double Exposure Show, co-hosted by Sophia Lemon and myself, Petro. Keep listening if you're a photographer, entrepreneur, or small business owner looking for actionable business and marketing advice and funny, off-topic rants. If you're not one of those, stop listening right now. Just kidding. Here we go. If I guess correctly, are we cutting it out? <laughs> um, I'm going to say you play ball, but I didn't actually. Yeah, well, I had like a, two practices, but I don't think that counts, and not what I was talking about. <laughs> I know. Um, so, so Sophia, my, what'd you do on the weekend? Thank you for asking. You're welcome. I had like a ball party, like my co-ed team out of Collingwood. They decided we were going to have a party, so. I had five drinks of alcohol and, um, yeah, I was a mess for days. I still haven't quite <laughs> recovered. I believe yeah. I texted you about it. Something about, yeah. uh, my stomach. <laughs> yep. I'm going to need did. some of Tank's supplements. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, Tank's doing a lot better. He's for a German shepherd, he should be between 90 to 110 pounds or so mm -hmm. for his specific breed. He was, uh, around 50 at his yeah, worst that's not good. like under 50 even 47.7 i remember and uh it, it was so sad like looking at this skeleton you know german shepherd skeleton in a skin and um our vet basically put him on enzymes and nothing worked so we did our own research and found enzymes in the usa from a lady called diane this place is called enzymediane.com, I believe. And sure enough, um, he was responding really well to those. And he's now probably 80 pounds at least. That's um, good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he looks good. He's a great good. looking dog now. Like he's no longer like skin and bones. Yep. So <clears throat> he's on those enzymes enzy and, and I can't say it enzymes. And um, I guess you're on, on enzymes as well. <laughs> yeah. Digestive enzymes, probiotics, because let's be honest, like, uh, when I don't eat well and I am never drinking again, let me tell you. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> like, I'm out for a few days, so, yeah. Yeah. You become a mess funny. and then it's, like, impossible to do your job and, yeah. It's a great excuse for some time off. Yeah, so Monday I kind of, I did stuff, but I did stuff from home. I have honestly haven't left the house since... Sunday evening and it just sounds like my life Wednesday I will have been indoors for like 72 hours by the time I leave for my ball game this evening um, just which, just a heads up it's summer now and it's sunny oh sorry not indoors like I went for a walk yesterday and I've been working at my outdoor desk it's slightly too cold for it <laughs> I've been like my toes and my fingers have been frozen but um, what, what's I an outdoor desk? A picnic table? <laughs> my fruit. I no. I wish that'd be nice. But my friend made this like attachment for an Adirondack chair slash a oh, Skoka yeah. chair. Um, so it's just wood and it slip slides onto uh, a chair and then it swings out, swings back in, so I can sit at <laughs> in a comfy Adirondack chair and and hmm. watch the dogs. Well, yell at the dogs because they bark right. at everything. But anyway, the point is. We were talking about Tank, so yeah. Yeah. Good to no, get the up update he, on he, Tank. Luckily, he doesn't drink. Yeah. 
because <laughs> apparently it's bad for your gut. Ugh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and I was telling you this, I, I no longer handle alcohol or caffeine very well. Mm-hmm. And as I say this, I'm literally drinking a coffee. I don't, I think it's subconscious. Is it decaf? It is, but it's not, it's not going to matter because even the little minute uh, caffeine that's in there is still going to affect me. So I'll be up for days. That. <laughs> but it's so delicious. I actually think <laughs> I'm addicted to cream. Um, yes. You know, the the chocolatey coffee taste of the cream oh. that's in it. So here's a, here's a coffee sip to everyone who enjoys a good cup of coffee. I'm having a cup of tea. And <laughs> Delicious. Um, I'm, I'm having a cup of tea. And the, what you just described coffee as is what I imagine that coffee tastes. But I'm pretty sure it doesn't. <laughs> like that one time that I had a sip of coffee and I thought it was gross and I've never had coffee since. It's like beer. Have you, do you remember your first sip of beer? Mm, yeah. And I'm not a big fan of beer. Right. Anything for that matter, like wine. The first time I tasted wine, I was like, yeah. you guys are ridiculous. Grape Any juice and apple stuff, juice is so I much think, better. I think I just drink that stuff mostly for the social aspect. It's not because I <laughs> like wildly enjoy the taste. Like I right. really like the taste of water. I will chug water, but I won't chug anything else. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're not going to chug it, then you don't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> Certain things you're not supposed to chug. Like, for example, hot tea. That doesn't Ew. end well. No, so, and uh, someone was showing me a video at this party of um, this guy who chugged like three glasses of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're the, all going like, oh, like, ow, like I just imagine that that burns. Sure. And and then it says like five minutes later and this guy's like tipping over, falling on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been funny, I got to admit. So. Anyway, what's new with you? You know, um, the girls keep me busy, uh, no. all, all three of them, yes. but it's a good busy. I, I've come to the conclusion that people are kind of like assholes. Um, yes. <laughs> why is it that whenever you meet somebody, the first thing you, they say, and I don't mean meet somebody in per, like for the first time, but whenever you see somebody again, first thing they say is like, oh, you must not be getting a lot of sleep uh, <laughs> or wow. You, <laughs> And and they and they, they don't say that by looking at you, they say that because they know you have two two oh, kids, okay. right? Yeah. Oh, I bet you're staying up late. Like, first of all, if anyone's staying up late, it's Hannah. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, the kids are freaking awesome. Um, so like, I'm I'm enjoying my time with Mia more and more every day because she's coming into her own personality. Yep. It's so incredible, honestly, Sophia. Like, if you uh, nope. if you can just adopt a little two year old, do it. Nope. Yeah, I well, my brother, <laughs> my my brother's having a baby now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two of my really good friends just had a baby, and my mother and I went over and visited, and the baby did not like me very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just holding on to this crying baby, and my friends like, does it make you want to have one? I'm like, a pizza. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good with everyone else around me having babies so I can have like the baby fix. And then that's about it for me. Gotcha. But like, do both of the girls sleep through the night? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty good. Mia, Mia sleeps through the night. Um, Ivy will wake up once in a blue moon, but I mean, it doesn't affect me. 
Um, yeah. Hannah will just nurse her back and like, I, I just keep sleeping. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. I unfortunately do not lactate. And <laughs> so, well, unfortunately, unfortunately for the child, I wouldn't be interested in it. And, <laughs> <clears throat> and so I can't help the kid. I, I just can't. Now the. Yeah. Like she's not waking up because she's just waking up. She's waking up because she's hungry. Yeah. And yeah. for the most part, she sleeps through the night. She had a couple of nights recently where she kind of is fussy and stays up a bit. But honestly, mm-hmm. she's great. And so, like, she's she's super cute. She's only four months old. But she also has this animated face that's just smiling all the time and making funny noises. And then she'll just be sitting there. She can't crawl yet. So she'll just kind of sit in her chair and just start talking to herself. And it's the cutest yeah. little sounds. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but Mia does the funniest things ever. She's she's a sponge. She absorbs everything. So <clears throat> as photographers, you know, when you take pictures of kids, you kind of squat down to get on their mm-hmm. level. And so she always squats, too. And for the longest time, I was like, I don't know why the kid squats when I want to take a picture. <laughs> That's cute. She literally like, stop squ- it. Stand up. <laughs> so I just take pictures of her squatting all the time. And then, and then today I realized she's squatting because I'm squatting. Like literally the kid's copying what I'm doing and it's the cutest thing ever. So now I just have to like hold the camera camera really low. Mm-hmm. But if I don't squat, she won't stay for me. She'll just run away. <laughs> just, so it's kind of like, do I, do I take pictures of her squatting all the time or no pictures at all? So, uh, but I don't know. I can honestly kill an hour talking about the cute things she does, the awesome things she does, the... Um, I got her a little ukulele a while back yeah. and finally, like she's picking it up more than like twice a day now and playing it a little bit. Yeah. So it's, it's so cool to watch. That'll be hilarious. Yeah. So that's, what's keeping me at, like busy lately. Just spending time with them. I mean, I, I do a shoot here and there. I edit it, I send it out and I get back to them. Um, a lot of my time is taken up by, uh, the music business, um, I don't know if we talked about me rebranding it from Pedal Boss to Oxbow Audio Lab, but it's now, yeah, it's now called Oxbow Audio Lab. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, it doesn't keep me busy as like a lot of hard work. It's just, I constantly add new product and ship the product that sells. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's Mm -hmm. great little, what I started as a side business and has taken over my life business. (laughs) Um, It's not a bad thing. No, I'm really enjoying it. It's something that I can pass down to my children if they want. Um, okay, and well, clearly they're going to be in music. So I think so. So, and Ivy's visiting me right now. Aww. <laughs> so we'll have to send some pictures your way. <laughs> yes. So um, put them in the group. Put them in the group. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, so. <sighs> back to that like literally that that happens and you just kind of do the same thing all over and over you know go to sleep wake up take care of kids yeah play with kids go go maybe have a photo shoot uh come home ship some stuff mia's great she helps me pack packages uh Mm -hmm. that are going out for to ship (laughs) like she likes to put the pedals into the boxes it's amazing Mm -hmm. um there's other new developments. Uh, nothing's been solidified, so I'm not going to really get into the detail. But I, I may have mentioned to you that I'm in the middle of uh, purchasing a company that manufactures pedals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> like, 
the more the more this business continues, the more involved I get in in the industry, um, which is pretty funny because. 25 years ago, if somebody asked me, this is what I would tell, would have told them that I would have wanted to do is mm-hmm. to kind of be in the music industry. And then I ended up in the visual arts uh, side of things and photography um, as a result of taking photos of people in the music industry, really. So uh, it it makes sense that it's kind of coming back around, kind of like a 180. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so what's... Um, what about you? What's new and exciting for you in terms of uh, this year and projects on the way, on the go, things like that? Uh, baseball. <laughs> yeah. I have like a bunch of shoots laid out for like now until Thanksgiving. Cool. Holy smokes. Um, so I'm looking at my list right now of like weekend dates that I have available and weekend dates that are taken and most of them are taken. Mm-hmm. I have a few still available. We'll see what we do with those. Um, BNI is going well. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Are you getting Um, some work from BNI? Oh, yeah. I've like more than doubled, tripled my investment at this point. So that's good. Um, So obviously, I'm going to stick with it. Like, as far as I was concerned, if I joined BNI and I made a hundred dollars more than what I spent on it, then I was going to do it again. And okay. I'm like eight months in and I've tripled <laughs> what I spent on it. So Beauty. it obviously works, um, which is entertaining because I'm like in the photographers BNI Facebook group. And it's like, there's people in there posting all the time. Like I'm not getting any referrals. Everyone in my chapter sucks. They won't send me business and just, so let me ask you a question. It, mm-hmm. uh, are you getting what you put in? Like, do you have to work a little bit to get referrals and, and work? Or are they all just coming because your BNI chapter is awesome? Well, it'll partially be because my BNI chapter is awesome. So some of the people who are complaining probably are in dysfunctional chapters. Uh-huh. And others are probably going to their weekly meeting and standing up and saying, Hi, I'm so and so and I'm a photographer. If you know anyone looking for a photographer, send them my way and then they sit back down. Mm. But there's a lot more to it than that. Like, And you do this m- member success program where they sort of teach you how to do your infomercials. Um, so what to say in that time that you stand up and you introduce yourself, um, which is really effective, but then you also have your, um, 10 minute presentation. Mine is tomorrow when we're Hmm. recording this. Very exciting. So when we get off of this call, I'm going back to working on my presentation and then you have one-to-one meetings. So you meet with each person in the group and I have met with each person, in my chapter and now I'm starting at the top again (laughs) and but the idea is that you start and you have to build like credibility and everything and and then eventually you know people start to send you referrals so as far as I was concerned like I'm a photographer I'm easy to refer I figured I'd probably make some money right off the hop yeah um some people like financial advisors that's sort of a difficult one like you probably have to be in there a couple years before it really starts to pay off but right it does work yeah um yeah and i have another one more funny story before we really get into the topic today (laughs) and that is i was photographing the Alzheimer's society walk um (laughs) last weekend so it's the 
IG wealth management walk for Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a guy there and I've photographed him and his wife before. And his wife um, is a client of the Alzheimer's Society. And he comes, he comes up to me and he, I have this thing, I have this like remote control for a camera and just, it's just sitting there and I never use it. And like, you'd be doing me a favor if you would take it. I'm like, okay. He's like, I have it with me. I'll give it to you. Amazing. And then he comes and finds me again later. And he's like, I have this like little $200 camera and like, I, d I never use it. It's just sitting there and you'd really be doing me a favor if you would take it. So I ended up walking away from that charity event with a remote control for a camera and a camera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought the story was going to go a different way. No. <laughs> Being it was an Alzheimer's society walk. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone there was pretty lucid. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. That's cool. Um, yeah. That's fine. Whatever. It's funny. It's, I have, it is a I have no way to segue to like our topic, but like, yeah, we wanted to talk about like. Speaking of Alzheimer's, I yeah. forgot what we were going to talk about. So. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> like things that you do and you do not have to do in business, because if you're yeah. on social media, I guarantee, well, as a business person, you're going to be getting ads telling you what you have to be doing in business in order to make your business flourish. And it's all like social media based and website based and everything. And. Even if you take a business class or a marketing class or anything, people are going to be telling you what you have to do in order to be successful. Yeah. Well, you know, let, let me kind of segue, <laughs> if we're going to use that word, away from the topic for a second. Okay. Um, recently, like any conversation I'm having with anybody, I'm, I'm noticing that everyone's always an expert at every single thing that they've actually well, heard of, talked I about. I for sure am. Just right. Her. So, uh, like, you, if I'm if I'm telling an anecdote or a story to anybody, they they always give out advice. Oh, you know what you should do. It's like yes, yes not listen to you. Like uh, I'm telling you what, I'm telling you my experience. You know, um, and it seems to be anytime you have a negative experience or some somewhat less favorable one, or if you have one that's like really really good and it worked out for you, but it seems to be kind of out of the norm somebody mm -hmm. always has to comment like well you know what i do <laughs> it's like if why do we do that um literally why, why is everybody telling you what to do i mean i'm guilty for for saying things all the time because my problem is i was in a uh in a role as an instructor i was in a uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, men, like a mentorship role. So people came to me asking me for advice. And so very often, you know, like nine times out of 10, they were asking for advice. But another time it was just kind of like a comment. And I would always feel the need to say, well, you you could try doing this next time. Or you know what I use? I use this software. And it's kind of like, I've been consciously trying to stop doing that. Because I, I, I find it like extremely annoying when people do that to me. So, um, what you, what you just mentioned is exactly it. If you start a business and you especially, you start a business as a creative person, somebody's always going to tell you what to do immediately. Yep. I mean, we do that. You and I, we True. do that. We tell people. It's like the whole premise of this show. Right. We tell you what to do. Yet here we are saying like, people are going to tell you what to do. Tell them to fuck off. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and even 
even what we're going to talk about today, like the topic today, it kind of, it was born out of necessity out of my phone call earlier today too. Right. But, um, hopefully we can cover things that, um, people can actually, let me, let me start over and say, uh, hopefully we can get uh, a lot of you to alleviate your anxiety and panic yeah. of starting a business and starting on this path, this journey as a creative. Mm-hmm. Because really, you know, who's to say what uh, formula really is for you? Um, it's kind of like a food recipe, right? <clears throat> All the ingredients are there, but you don't yeah. you don't have to put everything in. Or put more in. Who cares? Do you um, want to tell everyone about your phone call? Yeah. So I got a phone call and I decided to actually talk to the person. And <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that was your first mistake, Petro. No, it, it was so good. <laughs> Poor guy was trying so hard to sell me something. And he immediately basically said, you know, hello, this is, uh, oh, he, he had such a white person name. and he could barely speak English. So I'm kind of like, yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) Why do they even bother having a, like, it's relatable. It's a Western name. Like, because, because if, if his name was, um, Muhammad Habibi and, and you don't relate to that, you, you would be kind of, uh, on edge and stressed out, you know? I don't know. I'd be more like, cool. (laughs) If I know someone's lying to me, I'm more like, uh, no. Excuse me. Yeah. No. My name my name is David White. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, and it's funny when they tell you first and last name, that's that's when you kind of go like, yeah, okay, whatever. Oh, but at okay. the same time, who cares? Like the name is arbitrary. You know, uh, we're he, making a joke about this, but like maybe some of those places actually make these people legally change their names and that would be awful. Sorry, I doubt it. <laughs> Probably not because I hope not. <laughs> because then if your if your legal name was like, you know, uh, Jordan Smith and you and you live in a country that that's not a common name they might be like mm, what's happening here <laughs> but uh yeah we're totally coming off racist and prejudice here right now oh, which I know whatever awful. did you know Muhammad is the world's most common name I yeah so here's a question <laughs> this is gonna sound bad <laughs> yeah is it like are they counting Muhammad as one name or as a part of a name, because there are a lot of people named Mohammed Mohammed. So does that count twice? Well, mm, no idea. <laughs> I, I have not referred to the metrics of counting the names yet. <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. <laughs> but it's the most common name because it's actually a first and a last name. So um, there's more yeah, people out there we with Westerners, a name Westerners, we just can't catch up. No. Well, I don't have a middle name. Too many of us are just like, fuck it, I'm not having kids. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> how, how did you, uh, did you struggle with naming your children? Not at all. I just didn't have any. <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, but, Sorry, uh, back, go on. <laughs> back to the phone call. And right. now that everyone's like literally unplugging their freaking yeah. radios and because they're like, these guys are racist. Um, <laughs> so what happened is he said, listen, you, um, I did my research and I realized that people are having a hard time finding you. And it was that first sentence that when he said, I did my research, you know, and I'm like, all right. I think I've had this conversation before. Now. <laughs> now that you say that. And I said, okay, we'll go on. And he said, you know, your, your website is not on the first page of Google. Now he called about a business that's been defunct for seven years now, <laughs> literally seven years. And he said, uh, you know, uh, people can't find you. And so I told him like, 
well, I don't want people to find me. And I didn't really explain to him why. I just said, you know, I'm not interested in having a website. And he was just so persistent, said, well, sir, <laughs> yes. as a photographer, you need a website. And I said, well, I don't want the website because then I would have people contacting me all the time. And I just don't want that. And so I went on to explain to him why I don't want a website. I told him that I was working with an agency and the agency was booking me all the photo shoots. So the last thing I wanted to do was deal with the public because the public wasn't willing to pay the agency prices. And then he decided to educate me that the agency is corrupt because they will actually charge a fee for doing this service for me. We could, uh, mm -hmm. Yes, I'm aware. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> At which point I rebuttaled by asking him whether or not his company charges a fee. And he said, well, of course, sir. Can't stay in business and not charge a fee. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a little bit of back and forth. And the, the funny thing is he was 100% serious. He was 100% yes. selling me. And meanwhile, I kept him on the phone for almost half an hour and then literally I realized it was one o'clock and I'm like, I got to go, guy. We're recording a podcast. I don't have time for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to cut this I'm short. I'm going to go talk about this phone call that yep, I just had. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the, the gist of the phone call was that um, he also recommended that as a photographer, I should have an Instagram page because on the Instagram, I can really put my portfolio out there and people could see what I can do. And then he also said that I need a Facebook fan page because a Facebook uh, fan page will allow people to like and share my images, et cetera, et cetera. So he was armed with a lot of information that he could sell to me uh, and a lot of services that he could offer me. Now, a lot of these things I could do myself, of course, so I could take this information and roll with it. Or I could, of course, hire him or hire somebody else to do these things for me. But according to him, I really needed a website, a really good website. And I needed to pay somebody to, hopefully his company, to get me on the first page of Google's. Because the first page of Google's is very important for somebody who's searching. Because as soon as you're not on the first page of Google's, people move on. So if they don't fire somebody on the first page, they, or did I say fire? I meant to say find. If they don't find somebody on the first page, they're, they're not looking anymore. <clears throat> so it made me think of all these kind of like adages and things people tell everybody else, you know, like your parents telling you, if you're not on the first page of Google, don't go into business, right? <laughs> and how, how tough it could actually be for somebody starting, starting out, like, what do I do? I mean, literally, I went out to Best Buy, I bought my myself a camera. Um, I went on Amazon, I ordered a background, uh, I can take pictures of kids now. Um, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. So how do I get clients? What do I do? Right. If you, if you list yourself as a business and you get this phone call, I mean, hopefully you'll be smart enough to say like, I'm, I'm not willing to work with companies in other countries. I want to work with somebody locally, but why, why does this information exist out there that we need to do all these things? We need to really like get going and get shit done. Are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're asking me. <laughs> All right. It's kind of a rhetorical question. Try again. <laughs> um, rather than asking you a question, because it doesn't really need an answer. Why don't we talk about like, what, what, what should one do? I know we've covered this in a past episode or two, mm -hmm. but really like, what, what do you do? And why this topic is important to me is because I was teaching hundreds of students photography and on the first day of the first class, I would tell everyone, 
guys, you'll be surprised how fast a year and a half goes by. So let's say it's 2019. In April of 2021, we're going to be here celebrating the, you know, the end of this program. What are you going to do then? And trust me, when it's April, a year and a half from now, it's going to be too late. Like it's never too late, but why don't you focus on starting a business today? Make your mistakes today. Maybe take this year and a half and build a website. Do something, something so you can hit the ground running. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. So on the problem is a lot of them don't. And it kind of, I don't know, it kind of made me a little bit upset. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure. But then there's people who don't go that route, who don't go the, you know, two-year college diploma route, who just go to Best Buy, like I said earlier, buy a camera, order some lights on Amazon, whatever, and they want to do a business. So what's the next step? Like, how do you, I guess this this topic should be like, how do you get a client? How do you get your first client? Oh like, my what God. do you, you know? I just want to... <laughs> The stuff that I basically want to focus on is like, okay, so what do you do when you have a business? Whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Like, do you need a website? No. Do you need Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest, or Snapchat? No. (laughs) Like, which website platform should you be on? It doesn't fucking matter. And it kind of pisses me off when I see people asking these questions online. I know. Um. And you'll see it in different business groups. You'll see people go into these groups and say, should I use WordPress or Squarespace or Wix? And I just feel like clearly you should not be building your own website. Hire someone. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) And this happened too, right? I mean, I told you about a conversation I had with a couple of my friends uh, who one posted on Facebook. Hey, I'm about (laughs) to build a website, very simple website. Uh, I know I can do this myself. I don't need to hire somebody. So I'm really leaning towards WordPress um, sort of like any, anything else out there? What do you guys think? And almost everybody was like, oh, you should, WordPress is amazing. It's the best thing ever, blah, blah, blah. But in his, in his blurb, he mentioned that that he doesn't have any web design experience and he doesn't really know how this whole thing works. Mm -hmm. He just thinks he can figure it out. So looking at that, I was like, he sounds like a great candidate for Squarespace, honestly, drag and drop, call it a day. Yep. And, and the ma- majority of people who recommended um, WordPress just crucified me. They're like, yep. Squarespace isn't as good. It's this, it's that. And, and unfortunately, what happened was they set this guy up for failure. Because yep. I guarantee that he's going to install WordPress and he's going to be like, I don't know what I just did. Yep. Now, he did get, a, rather, he didn't get offended, but somebody else got, the, got offended that I said to him, um... You may, you know, given that you don't do this full time, you may want to go towards Squarespace because it'll just be easier for you. Like, like yeah. I said, I said, WordPress is too much for you. So he mistook that the, these these fucking snowflakes on Facebook. I'm telling you, like, it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But he mistook that as me saying that it's too much for you specifically. Like, yeah. I just meant it's too much for you. It's too much power. Like, you, it's you too don't much need stuff. Too much stuff, right? Um, <laughs> you're it commuting has too to many options. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're commuting to work. You should get a Lamborghini. It's the fastest. <laughs> like, fuck off. More like an RV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll be able to take a dump on the way there. <laughs> so, 
And that and that's exactly what it is. And and, like, and he, here I am kind of saying like, get a Honda Civic. <laughs> you yep. know, you'll be happy. Like what you it, do not have to be online at all. At all. Right. You don't have to be. So you can run an entire like you could <laughs> this is funny. You could run a web design business without a website. Correct. <laughs> you could <laughs> if you're getting out and meeting people and networking face to face, you do not need to be online in any capacity in order to run a business. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna give you an example. I'm not yeah. on Snapchat. Okay. Screw that. I am obviously too old for Snapchat because I can't figure out how to use it. I've never known how to use it, not <laughs> since they started it. And it was a lot more simple and I definitely can't use it now. So I was like, screw, screw Snapchat. Um, so I'm on Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest. And I'm sure that there are other social media platforms that I should be using as a professional person. No, no, I let's say you could be using. To. You could hmm? be using. Not well, should what, be, but could be used. But people tell you that you need to be on this platform. Like you need to be on Instagram, for example. You need to be on Facebook. You need to be posting 80% of your own content, 20% of other people's content. And you need to be posting three times a day. And you need to be doing this and you need to be doing that. But I just decided that was way too much work for me. So I decided the things I was going to do on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And I was just, I just do that. So on Facebook, I only post photos of people who are on Facebook so that I okay. can tag them so that those photos show up on their profiles and their family and friends see it. That's all I post on Facebook. All I hmm. post on Instagram, well, I post everything on Instagram, but I post photos on Instagram and I hashtag the crap out of that so that people see them. And all I post on Pinterest is pretty much vertical photos and content to funnel people back to like my lead generators. Right. Like that's yeah. all I do on those platforms. <laughs> I don't do anything else super complicated. So I the question start... I have for everyone, and sorry to cut yes. you off, everyone who recommends this, I, I always ask them to give me their personal experience. Mm -hmm. um, I always say, okay, well, when you do it, and, and I kind of do it like a dick. I say, when you, you know, oh, you need to be an Instagram posting this, blah, blah, blah. And I say, well, when you do it, what's your return on investment? Yeah. And most of the people that say shit like that, they're, well, I don't, I don't post three times a day. Why are you <laughs> telling me to do that? Here, I'm going to look something this is true right this is true story i'm not giving you an anecdote this is true story you you oh, should no, I believe you. you know you should be on pinterest uh are you on pinterest no i hate pinterest wait a minute. Yeah. what um now when i was uh teaching a class on web design i did integrate all of these social media platforms in and i and i would tell my students i would say guys i'm teaching you today how to use facebook instagram snapchat pinterest um what was another thing we did? I don't remember now. Um, Twitter. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, so, so I said, I'm teaching all this, but I'm going to tell you right now, I personally don't use Twitter. Okay. I'm going to teach you how to do it because I have a friend who posts so much on Twitter. He has such a following. It's massive. It's ridiculous. Now, I had, last time I checked, 25,000 followers on Twitter. I don't know if they're still there. I haven't used Twitter in three years. You know what I mean? Like, I just I just found that, yes, I was getting a lot of engagement. And yes, I was getting a lot of retweets and this and that. Mm -hmm. But I, I had zero dollars income from Twitter. Zero. 
Then I looked at Pinterest. Pinterest brought me a lot of traffic, but unfortunately the traffic was from USA. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is a waste of my time. Uh, Instagram, Instagram was even worse because <laughs> I would get likes and like reposts once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Zero dollars also, and and not a huge following. <clears throat> um, Facebook so, was the only thing that actually gave me money for yeah. my efforts, you know. Well, I just, what I did, I, I just opened up um, my CRM. And I'm looking at, because I track where my leads come from. So I'm mm-hmm. looking at revenue from various platforms. Mm-hmm. My top platform is Google search. And then referrals from family members or friends. And then referrals from venues or vendors. And then Facebook. And Facebook is over $10,000 <clears> below um, referrals from uh, Other vendors. parties. Yeah. Yeah. And like, get this. So I have 395 leads from Facebook. I have 24 leads from a referral from a vendor. So those referrals per referral give you way more money already. Yeah. So it's a no brainer. So this, this is kind of what I'm getting at. Um, wh- what are we doing? Why are we even spending our time? Uh, and, on uh, social media and, and it like, drives me bananas be- because people spend their time sitting in front of their computer <laughs> trying to figure this crap out yeah. and like you uh, i i told you that i have started um marking like all of those stupid ads on facebook saying join my webinar so that you can right. live the lifestyle that i live <laughs> where i make millions of dollars and travel the world um, <laughs> I start, I started marking all of those ads as irrelevant because I don't want to see them because mm-hmm. they're annoying and they give me anxiety and so, none of them are going to help me. This is funny because I think what happens a lot is we actually look at other photographers, so we can't help it. Yeah. Photographers follow other photographers and then there's going to be a really good. Well, I don't. <laughs> 99% of the other people do. Trust yeah. me. Um, I find this whole community is just a giant circle jerk <laughs> on social media. Yes. Like you like my photo. I like your photo. You know, you like my photo. It's, and it's kind of like a way Which, to keep, by the way, is ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's like a way to keep tabs, uh, on what other people are doing. But what, what I've come to the conclusion of is that majority of the people are lying about what they're actually doing. Yes. Right. It's kind of like seeing that post online about, you know, what went into the the photo. And uh, Hannah just shared something with me. Uh, there's a picture of a girl looking out of an airplane window onto like the city above. Mm-hmm. And then it's a it's a wide shot of a guy taking the picture of a girl. But it's they're actually on top of like a parking structure mm-hmm. and she's looking through a toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> And it like the oval of it just makes it look like an airplane window. And it's so yeah. funny. So, so it made me think about, you know, other things. So like, I know a photographer who hasn't been doing this for a long time, definitely less than 10 years. And she is living the, her dream life in Paris. She has, uh, you know, she's having breakfast um, at a little cafe with, you know, with her laptop and sipping on a, on a latte and I'm looking at it and I'm like, who's taking this picture? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. cause you're making it look like you're doing this by yourself. 
all so the who, time. Yeah, absolutely. Or there's there's literally a photo from above and it's like her laptop's on the bed and a bunch of like journals and uh, a pen sitting on the journals and she's sipping a, a tea and it's a photo from above and it's so well like com- composed and everything. And I'm just thinking, and it's a photo for her blog and I'm just like, okay, so how long did this take to set up? And yeah. Well, and if, if you like listen to podcasts about this stuff, people say when they're like, it takes me like five hours to take that photo. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why are you <laughs> so, spending five hours taking a stupid photo for your blog? Like, right. And so what happens on. is we, we, people who look, look up to these because, because they'll have 200,000 followers or yeah. maybe, maybe a million followers. So as an up and coming photographer or somebody who just started, I look at this blog and I go, oh, damn, that's something I want to strive to. And then we look at what they use. And quite often we don't realize that they're influencers and, you know, they might be getting paid by Squarespace to promote Squarespace. Yeah. You know, or they the fact that they're on Instagram because they're making a shit ton of money on Instagram. Right. Well, yeah, like it's super nice to spontaneously go viral on Instagram. And like, I hate to say it. But like you see women talking so much about how you need to grow your Instagram list. And this is how you grow your Instagram list by engaging with your followers and being on it 24 seven. And then you go and you look at their feed and it's like a bunch of pictures of them making the kissy face at the camera. (laughs) And like they're sticking their butt out, they're sticking their boobs out and (laughs) they're getting a bunch of follows from people who want to be them physically, for example. Like it's, it's super convenient when you start making money because a bunch of people followed you because you look nice kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Like, and it's really, I find it's incredibly misleading to then go and like promote yourself as an educator because you got 20,000 followers in two months. So everyone else can do it too. What (laughs) drives me nuts. So, So that's what, that's what I have a question about. It's like, if you are, a successful photographer who's living in Paris or is on the beach and enjoying the life and enjoying the riches. Why are you taking the time to sell this? <laughs> Why are you well, taking the time how, to? S- that might be how they make their money. <laughs> well, exactly. But wait a minute. You know, like, like, like we're, we're all aware of the pyramid schemes. We're all aware of that person who says, hey. Let me tell you about these oils you can buy. <laughs> and then all you need is 10 more people to sign up below you. Yeah. And then they sign up below you. And then pretty soon you have a pyramid. <laughs> and it's a multi-level pyramid. And, um, <laughs> you know, so you kind of go, huh, I'm not going to do that. Now, I'll be the first one to tell you that you can make more money doing that. Oh, yeah. And and feel good about it. Because for the for the most part, a lot of that product is actually decent. Mm-hmm. It just requires a multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah. But you can make more money doing that than you will, like, doing all these stupid Instagram posts. And, yeah. Right? <laughs> and becoming but a, a fake But a lot of them sell that stuff on Instagram. Like, y- and you might not... It, they're selling a lifestyle, basically. They're selling their sure. lifestyle or the lifestyle that they are purporting to have. Like one of my clients, I was going to do personal branding photos with her and we're sitting down and talking about what she wants. 
And she starts saying, well, I want to look like this woman on Instagram. She looks flawless all the time. She's like, she has pictures of her and her baby and she just woke up and she's not wearing any (laughs) makeup and she looks just amazing. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. Can you like show me her profile? So she opens up her profile and it's a carefully curated feed of photos that are all the same tone. They're all the same brightness. And it's photos of this woman with her baby and her dog and all over her apartment. And I'm like, this is a professional shoot. This is not her taking a hashtag selfie, whatever you call it. No yeah. makeup. Right, right, right. Selfie of her waking up in bed. They, She got up, got out of bed, took a shower, had her hair, hair and makeup done, grabbed her baby... <sighs> got the bed styled by a team That's, and then got back in it and got photographed in it's it. It's probably like, not even an apartment. It's probably a studio. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, it might be her apartment, but she's an right. interior designer. So like it's perfectly designed, right? Yeah. Oh, this stuff drives me bananas. So that's, that's the problem, you know, and it, it's, it's kind of like an artist endorsing, um, or, or a, rather an athlete endorsing a sports drink. You know, I'm here, here I am, I'm endorsing Powerade. Well, okay, I guess I'll go buy a bottle of Powerade because it's going to make me uh, like play like Sidney Crosby and make me millions of dollars, you know. Um, But that's what we don't realize is that, you know, using Sidney Crosby as an example, he didn't drink Powerade and become good at hockey. He became good (laughs) at hockey because he worked hard. Yes. And nobody hopefully came to him and said, you know what, if you get these brands of skates, they'll make you skate faster. Or... Yeah. You know what? If you eat this power bar, it's going to make you uh, have more energy on the ice. Or, Sydney, if you get a website, <laughs> it's going to make you score more goals. But you know what's funny is there's all these parents who are killing themselves to pay for hockey sticks that cost $450 for their <clears throat> 13-year-old kid because that's what the pros use and the kids <laughs> have to have the pro-level hockey sticks. Yeah. But can I tell you a little secret, Petro? You can. I think if you you're, should. If you're doing all of these webinars and paying for all of the training and products that come out of these webinars, you're going to go broke super fast because you're going to spend all your time watching the webinars and doing the training and none of your time bringing in more income. Right. Right. So I guess what you have to do is identify the sources of income and focus your energy on those sources. Yeah. Now, I'll be the first one to admit that having a website is not a bad thing. Yeah, But sure. don't don't put all your time and energy into it and then just sit by like your email in inbox go like, why isn't anybody emailing me? Cause there's more yes. to it than that. I, I almost feel like, okay. So back in the yellow page days, people used to buy ads in the yellow pages. Mm-hmm. And so when you open the yellow pages, there, it, it, it actually kind of mattered who the first person was because you quite often you'd you'd go p p p p p and you'd flip until you get to the p's for photographers and then boom photographers p well the first person on the list might be the first person you call it might be the person who actually paid for a full page ad you don't know you know like it it's hard to say but that that's why a lot of people were like okay i'm going to name my business you know triple a motors or triple a photography or a1 photography or <laughs> right or aardvark photography <laughs> Um, or you know uh one smile photography and it's the number one right like yeah that's what we did but 
there was a dude who brought yellow pages to your door, dropped them off, and it was in your face. Today, we have Google. So when you Google stuff and you Google photographers, it doesn't come up alphabetically. It comes up basically on who's kind of spending the most money or who has the best SEO, etc. Yeah. But at the end of the day... And like, SEO I, is fucked, by the way. Yes. Yeah. It's... Oh, don't get me started on SEO. At the end of the day, you're not clicking on the first person. And I don't know about you, but I never click on the ads. So when I actually, I, yeah, I, I don't I'm, click on the ads and I usually don't click on the first thing that pops up unless I'm looking for a brand and I Googled the brand name. Right, right. At which point that it's redundant. <laughs> True. But so, so with the conclusion I'm coming to lately is that at least my generation or me personally, whenever I Google for something, I don't actually Google for something specifically. Um, I'll Google for a site that might review that or mm -hmm. a community that might have reviewed that. So, um, and, and literally on Facebook now, that's all I ever see is looking for a mechanic. Can you recommend one, please? Nobody's mm -hmm. Googling this shit. Right. And I mean, it's so stupid because this is another kind of topic I yeah, want to talk about. Those recommendations on Facebook, like let's not even get into those. Yeah, those drive me nuts. They do drive me nuts too. They're not too. good. No. Well, because everybody's going to recommend what they have or what they use. It's not even that. It's people are always looking for the cheapest option. If you're exactly. going into a group of a bunch of people you do not know and trust and asking for a recommendation on something, you are looking for, for the, the cheapest, cheapest option. option. Yeah. You're not look yeah, you're not saying, "Hey, who who do you think is going to be the best photographer for my wedding?" Exactly. You go, yeah. "Hey, looking for a photographer for my wedding, go." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and that drives me bananas when people say, and go. And I yeah. just want to be like, and no give me longer a big, friends. <laughs> give me a big long list so I can message all of them and go with the cheapest option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like having a website and Facebook and Instagram and everything is like super important. It can be really good for you. So I'm just going to briefly get into this. And you guys are going to think that I have totally joined a cult. But this whole BNI thing is like broadening my mind, sort of, or giving me like... I don't know, a better way of describing things <laughs> uh -huh. because I'm clearly so good at it. But there's this whole thing in the BNI world where there's like visibility, credibility, and then profitability. Things happen in that order. So you have to be visible, regularly visible. So people recognize you. So you are top of mind when people ask, do I need a photographer or whatever? But then there's credibility. You can be super visible, but people are never going to recommend you if they don't think that you're very good at your job. Trying to think of a really good example. Like, okay, I would never recommend Coke as a health drink. Uh, okay. Despite the fact that, you know, they have like Coke Zero. Okay, that's fantastic. But if someone was asking for a super healthy drink, I wouldn't be like, oh, Coke Zero. You know? Right. And why not? Because it's not. <laughs> okay. It's full of a whole bunch of artificial crap that you don't need. Drink water. Um... <laughs> And then profitability. So the idea is that you're you're visible, you're top of mind, people think of you immediately, you have a lot of credibility. So they're absolutely going to recommend you to someone who is in need of your services. And then profitability, you're gonna, you know, mm -hmm. make the sale, blah, blah, blah. So I mean, it's great to have a website and a Facebook page and everything to improve your visibility. It is incredibly hard these days to improve your credibility on those platforms because people aren't just going and hanging out on your Facebook page. Right. So you can post educational items for sure, but it's like 4% of your followers who are actually going to see that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's great. 
If you have 100 followers on Facebook, that's good. Four people are gonna, are gonna maybe, maybe see your educational item. Right. Maybe 0.5 of those four people are going to read it. <laughs> so you're only gonna get paid by half of what you want. Well, because, that doesn't mean that they're gonna hire you, right? Ah, uh, that okay. Right. So like four people, you have 100 followers. Four people are seeing your item. 0.5 of those people are reading it, and maybe. No, none of them hire you. None of them, yeah. Yeah. So it's Facebook and a website is not what's going to get you the business. Unless you happen to be one of those lucky few people who go viral. Right. So this is, this is the whole point of the topic. At right. what point is having a Facebook page actually kind of a negative thing for you? Because let's say you get on this, on this Facebook page or let's say you get on Instagram and you never post anything on Instagram. Let's say your Instagram is just total, total disaster. You have mm-hmm. 20 posts, you have 20 followers, and each one of your photos has like a half a dozen likes. And which, by the way, um, the re- there's been a recent change where you can't see the likes on your on your. Well, anyway, yeah, so. they haven't shifted over everyone yet. So no. one of my profiles has that, another one doesn't. It's actually um, really annoying, but whatever. I think the business profile will still have it. But the personal I, well, profile yes. is not, I have will not have it. Two different ones that are business profiles and they oh. both have something different. And like oh. the profiles look different. Like it's outrageous. They're testing so many things at different times. Yeah. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. So uh, I, that, here's what I'm saying. Like at what point are you actually kind of giving yourself, um, doing yourself a, a not doing yourself a favor. I'm, I'm, I'm shitty with words today. <laughs> <laughs> at what point so are I. you doing yourself a disservice? By actually having a okay. social media profile I'm like Instagram. Tell, tell me. <laughs> um, I know a few like coffee shops, restaurants that have events. They mm-hmm. host events at their venues. So sometimes their venues are closed um, for private events. They don't always post that information on social media. So if I'm a customer, I'm like, hey, I really want to go to this one restaurant and have dinner. And then I show up and it, oh, surprise, it's closed because they're having a private event. And I checked on social media and it didn't say I'd be pissed. Okay. Um, so for me, it's when you have Facebook, you have Instagram, you have all this stuff and you're not updating it regularly. Um. And I've like looked at restaurants and stuff on Facebook and been like, what are their hours? And they haven't updated their hours. So their hours are out of date and I show up and they're not open yet or they've moved to another location. Mm-hmm. That's, That's not the worst. But if you <laughs> if you didn't have a Facebook page and then you're talking to someone in person and you hear, yeah, so and so was like looking you up, but couldn't find you because you didn't have a Facebook page. Like it doesn't matter if you have a Facebook page, if you're customers know you in person so they know to just call you or know to send you an email or send you a text or something right right as long as people know how to get a hold of you it's fine Hmm. (laughs) i'm 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 seriously contemplating on what topic to start on next because i have so many so many things to say here but i'm gonna kind of like what's the word uh, summarize a little bit of what we're talking okay, about. Just okay, so, gotcha. so people who've been listening to our random rants back and forth can kind of yeah. be on topic with us. So there's many uh, social media platforms out there, including um, 
other platforms like your website that aren't you know social media but are there they to serve as a uh, general uh, directory for people so as a photographer a website is great because it could be a collection of your images to showcase to the people but it's also a place people can contact you it's also a place where people can get all your information so regarding packages you offer pricing etc so having a website is not a bad idea mm-hmm. and having a good clean website that's minimalistic is probably i'm going to say better than not having one at all so i'm when i said earlier about you not needing a website or maybe what you know whatever I meant by that was that you don't have to have world's best website. You don't have to have a WordPress website. Whereas before I said, you know, you know, you got to have a WordPress website. It's best for SEO. It's best for this, whatever. Today, I'm honestly going to tell you, like, you can literally design a poster in Photoshop and just upload it to your main page and just have that as your website. Yeah, I like, uh, I hate to say it, but you're not going to win the SEO battle on your own no. unless you're like a web developer. So the only way you're going to like win in SEO is like hiring someone to do it for you because Mm -hmm. it's outrageous. So, yeah. So that aside, um, again, not saying the website is bad or good. just saying that, that all it, all it is today is almost like a yellow pages ad in the past. Yeah. Once people find you, they just need a way to get a hold of you. So moving on to social media where everybody's just kind of concentrating their efforts right now. Um, unless you're willing to dedicate, a lot of time to it and making it look amazing so it stands out from your competitors. I think having a lot of social media accounts is actually a negative thing because Mm -hmm. if I'm looking for uh, a business and they're they're a kind of business that would be on social media, whether it's a restaurant or a graphic artist, whatever, and their their social media is literally, like this happened just recently and I'm not going to say who who it was or what it was or, or the name or anything, but this person had four uh instagram posts period that's Mm -hmm. it quite a few people were following this person but it was uh just four four posts and the posts were such low quality that i actually just decided not to go with them and i didn't think about it until later i'm like wow i didn't even give these guys a chance but it was literally because of that because because and and it's not like the the person I went with had a better social media presence, just the other person was just recommended by a friend, mm-hmm. and it was kind of yeah, like that's going to win every time. That's going to win every yeah. time for social media presence. <laughs> yeah, and so um, now if the person recommended this other party with um, with only four posts, I would have probably still called them, but in the back of my mind, I'd be like, "Wow, your your social media game is weak. Like you might as well just unplug. Like just don't even do it at all." Right. And, and that's that it's, it's sad, but like, why would you, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Why would you have that up there? If that is your weakest link, just, just if next time somebody says, do you have Instagram? Just say no, because the worst thing to do is just to be like, well, I do, but I don't really post a lot. And, um, like no (laughs) and i have a lot of people who tell me that like my social media marketing is really good which is fantastic to hear so they ask me a lot of questions about it and i'm like as far as i'm concerned if you're not putting the effort into what Mm. you're posting it's it shows that you don't really care and that does not give me confidence in your ability to provide me with a service so for me whomever i'm working with if they're on social media, my hope is that they're putting some 
good effort into what they're posting. Yeah. And I put some good effort into what I'm posting. However, I decided after a few years of trial and error, what was reasonable for me to do Mm -hmm. and what wasn't reasonable for me to do. And posting to Twitter was not reasonable. It was a time suck. Um, Trying to figure out how to use Snapchat, not so good. Posting sporadically throughout the week on Facebook and Instagram, not good. So I learned how to schedule my content. Every week I sit down on a Thursday and I do all of my social media scheduling. So I, I know when I'm doing it, I get it all done for the week. And then I'm hmm. done. <laughs> That's cool. So like, it's really a matter of finding out what works for you and what you're willing to do. Like if Instagram works for you, but you are not willing to put the time into posting to it, don't have right. Instagram. Right. Exactly. Return on investment. That, that's what it all comes back to yeah. is, is ROI. And um, I'll give you an example of my other business. So Oxbow Audio Lab constantly maybe once a week i get a sale on instagram yep. like actually somebody buys this like an item through instagram now mm-hmm. i i make a post i tag the product that's linked to my website and sometimes people see it and they purchase it that way but i've also had people reach out to me by messaging me and saying hey um do you have this in stock yes cool uh how much would it be to ship here? Oh, I don't charge anything for shipping. What? I'll buy it right now. Amazing. High five. And I've done this business for a little bit over a year and I've had great ROI on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So much so that I looked at my any of my Instagram posts or any of my Instagram effort over the last 10 years or however long Instagram has been around for my other business, my photography business. And I realized that, holy crap, I'm doing it wrong. Like whatever I'm doing just isn't working. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I have a really good friend, a colleague who's a photographer. I won't mention his name, but he has an amazing Instagram following. And um, I asked him, well, how how many people do you book on Instagram? He's like, well, I've never done that. I don't think people book on Instagram. He goes, what I do is send out an, an email and I book a lot of people through email. Oh, interesting. So how does your Instagram help you in, in, in this way? Like, that, that's what I wanted to know. And he didn't have an answer for me. It's like, I'll, I don't know. Just, I guess I stay relevant. I, you know, I, I, I'm still kind of like wondering, well, what is it for then? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's great that you have, you know, a couple of thousand followers. It's great that you have uh, a lot of engagement, but if none of these people are hiring you because they're already your yeah. current clients, what is it good for? And so I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion that maybe what it is, is just staying uh, current in their mind. Yeah. And um, maybe it will be more likely they will refer you because it's kind of like a constant reminder. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, but I, I feel like giving people a keychain that they will put on their car keys will do more business to you than any Instagram post ever would. Maybe. <laughs> Not saying to go out and get keychains. Let's let's get it right. Come on, people. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I hope I hope today's episode has been kind of uh, relevant and clear to what we're trying to say to the message we're trying to uh, come across with because I feel like it's a topic that I wanted to discuss and nobody really talks about. Instead, people will just 
cram all this advice down your throat that you need, <laughs> you need to be on social media. You need yeah. to do this. You need to do that. And and it was absurd listening to this gentleman try to sell me his services today. It was uh, like I felt bad for him because <laughs> like, and I, there was several times. And the funny thing is I was just being anecdotal and comical when I would tell him like, I don't want a website. I mm-hmm. don't want this. But as I was hearing myself talk, I was like, this I believe in this. <laughs> so, and I think I've had that conversation on the phone before and they've gotten really angry with me. And I've been like, you called me like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. So I'll tell you what I do now. It's kind of funny. Um, when, when uh, somebody calls me, uh, what I'll, and they'll be like, um, your Google listings jeopardize. We need to fix it. Press mm-hmm. one for us to fix your Google listing. And there'll be a brief pause. Or press six to be removed from the list. So I'd always <laughs> press six and they would always call back like two years later. I'm like, wow, either you have 300 lists or this just doesn't work. <laughs> so now I stay on the phone and the minute they say hello, I just say, hi, I'd like to book in my next dentist appointment, please. <laughs> um, or I'll, uh, I'll be like, yes, I'm just waiting uh, to book an oil change for my car. <laughs> and a lot of times people are like, what? <laughs> and they're kind of polite. But last week I got somebody calling me a dumb fuck. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I mean, I get it, it's your job, but if you hate it that much, then get a new job. It was so funny. He He's like, oil change? What does this have to do with oil changes? And I'm like, I just, I need, my car needs an oil change. I just called you to book an oil change. And he, and the guy goes, I called you, you dumb fuck. And he hung up on me. And it was, it was a bit of a win, but I'm just like, mm, now I'm hurt. <laughs> it was too funny. God. So, um, those calls aren't, are never going to stop. And I mean, for the most part, everybody's smart enough to just tell them to screw off. But I mean, they keep, t- they keep trying so somebody's hiring them. Somebody out there is actually giving these guys money for them to keep trying to to get um, uh, like, what's the word? I'm like, like suckers. <laughs> I, I think probably the turnover on the people performing that job is pretty high. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of promises from the business and they must yeah. all work on um, commission. There's no way that they're getting paid for this because like I've never hired a single soul. And I, if you have, if one of you guys listening to this have hired somebody and you actually have some positive feedback, like if you hired them and you, and you got burned, better not call us and tell us like better not let us know. Cause we'll, I'll just make fun of you. <laughs> um, but if you actually hired a company that called you out of the blue, that was like a Chinese based company or whatever, Indian based company, and you actually got some good return on investment. Let me know. I'm. I would love to hear a, an, a, an opposing story. Uh, I'd also love to hear people who are actually uh, disagree with us. I, I I want to know what you have to say about putting a lot of time and effort into uh, Instagram and social media and Facebook and you know how how you're getting what your return on investment is. Uh, and remember, your time is worth money too, right? So. Um, Seriously, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to get into an argument about how we should be using WordPress instead of Squarespace. 
Oh no! If that's your argument, please don't call us or, or like don't don't get a hold of us. Um, I, yeah. I couldn't care less. Like at the end of the day, a Wix website that's that looks nice and has no ads will be better than a shitty WordPress website. True. You, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't care what platform you used. It's it's the visual impact and the 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 answer here. This is the bombshell. Your client doesn't give a shit what you use. <laughs> They honestly don't care. So earlier when I mentioned that, like all these photography groups and like photographers following other photographers, it's just a giant circle jerk. It's because it is. It's because all you do is listen to each other, talk about what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And then all of a sudden everybody's switching to WordPress mm -hmm. and we make fun of the guy who's on Wix or something. And I, I must admit Wix is probably one of the worst platforms for website design, period. But... <laughs> If you, if you sit down and you, yeah, oh, by the way, this episode is sponsored by Wix.com. Um, if you sit down and you put the time and effort into designing something really good, mm -hmm. who gives a shit what, it, what you used? Yeah. It honestly doesn't matter, right? It's not, it's not like you're building a house and, you know, you decided to use straw and I'm like, well, brick is going to work better, you know, because that's kind of a fact. <laughs> like... <clears throat> You know, if the wolf comes around and starts blowing at your house, he'll blow it over. Like, it's just, it's a fact. It's There's been documentaries done about it. Uh, so I really hope people listening go like, I think he's kidding. <laughs> um, but you get where I'm coming from. So, um, you know what? I was also thinking, like, we have to make sure that we're not like negative Nancys on this podcast because everybody who's listening to us, I, I want them to walk away going, you know what? I learned something today and I've figured out how I'm going to implement the information that I got from this rather than kind of like, don't do this. This is bad for you. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey. What? Th this, this is how it is. This is how this podcast is so if, if you don't like it tune in next week hopefully it's going to be better <laughs> next week so but on that note um i did have a question for you oh okay go your other podcast i yeah. uh, i have to admit i haven't listened to it yet well what the heck i know i don't even know what the name of it is kind of young sort of professional got it i love it <laughs> <laughs> it's fun um is it yes. more positive than we are? Uh, no. Nice. Maybe. Is it sort of professional? I, I don't want to say that we're not positive because the thought that I'm going to leave us with today yeah. is that like I hope that this episode maybe got rid of some anxiety around, oh my <sighs> God, I need to be doing a better job on Instagram. That was the point. You know? That literally was the point. So we're very forceful. Um, but in like a big sibling kind of way, like when people tell you what to do, we're like, fuck that. Don't listen to them. <laughs> you do what you want. Do you like that? Was that good? I was love that positive? That. Thank you. That was very positive. And, <laughs> and, and that, that, this is the positive note that I literally wanted our listeners to leave with. Uh, our goal is today is to alleviate any anxiety, uh, mm -hmm. any stress that you may have about starting out about starting a business um we want you to do well we want you to succeed um because at the end of the day um we have to stop looking at this as more photographers means more competition uh just think of it as more photographers means more friends and well more photographers actually succeeding means that more of us can succeed mm-hmm 
because when we're all dropping our prices in order to compete with one another, we are not doing ourselves any favors. Shit mm-hmm. is not getting less expensive. So let's pull yeah. up our pants and <laughs> that's right. Yeah, do what we need to do. I hear you, sister. Thank you. All right. Until next time. You've been listening to Double Exposure Show. Thanks to Benjamin Edward for our aardvark, Ben Sound for our theme music, and thank you for sharing this episode with a friend. Don't forget to join us in the Double Exposure Show group on Facebook. And if you like what you've heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Until next time. Get to work. Thank you.